We are the Adventuring Guild, and this is the Home Brew Review. Thank you for joining us again for another episode of Homebrew Review. We are joined again by Luke, Virgil, Micah, and TJ, and we will be playing through level eight of the Emerald Spire, the Circle of Thar. So we will go ahead and start around the table, recap what all happened last week, and where all you hope to go this week. I got cheesed a lot. <laughs> but that's okay. We were able to take out some... Problematic summoners. Well, a problematic summoner. Uh, with a stupid crab monster. Don't like crabs. Uh, I didn't get a chance to show off any of my totems uh, this week. I should be able to. I've got a couple of them that I can't wait to drop in the middle of melee uh, to really boost some things. Um, Virgil, I got my Atavist all ready to go. Um, last week, the Iron Viscera ability was probably... My saving grace. I mean, it just reduces so much damage. <clears throat> However, that rend ability kind of counteracts that. I did more damage to myself than the enemies actually did to me. I didn't use any spells, but the Atavist is a half-caster. I am hoping to use more spells this week. We'll see what happens. But yeah, we'll see where things end up. Much like my comrades, I didn't quite get the chance to uh, fully showcase some of the amazing features that the Avenger has. Uh, didn't want to waste too much of my potential uses fighting a crab that I probably should have wasted some of my <laughs> oath of enmity against a crab and all that. Uh, that's one of the things that I'm really wanting to show off is is some of the single tar- target damage potential that Avengers have between their censures and oaths of enmity. They can really whittle down even some larger, tougher characters fairly quickly. So that's kind of what I'm hoping to showcase here. I just imagine you just with your bow against the crab. I will butter and eat you. I'm gonna <laughs> eat you. <laughs> and as far as Jack Sultan goes, um, I, I playing just a, a kit or a variant of the the wizard. Um, I did get to experience a little bit of the sharp cheddar uh, <laughs> second level ability, uh, adding my intelligence to cantrip damage. Otherwise, you know, solid wizard is solid wizard casting disruption spells and and the like. Uh, sorry again for, for knocking you over. That's right. You, you kept knocking over the, the summoner, so I feel like it balanced out. I was still able to do stuff, it's just I had to pick myself up first. Do we get to use acrobatics against your greasy floor? No. Okay. Just dex. Just dex. Just dex Which is where my ability score increase went because of you. All right, uh, we will go ahead then and pick up for this next week. So go ahead, and if everybody would like me to roll a general knowledge check, you just tell me what knowledge ability you are using, and we will go from there to kind of get a general idea of what this next floor is going to be like. You guys, it's not a very high DC, as uh, the 7th level closely resembles the 8th level, so it's kind of a two-floor bundle. That's right, nature for the ecology. Okay. Ooh. Uh, that'll be a 15. 
A 15. All right. You would know that this is mostly serpent-based. So you ran into a lot, a lot of serpent folk, little snakes all around. Not quite Nagas as far as that's concerned, but pretty darn close. Nagas without all the water. So very, I don't want to say arcane-based, but they are also very heavy into the arcane, into magic and whatnot. Uh, and as far as the little snakes, when you did see them, they were all in large groups. I'm just going to refresh myself on the rules for antitoxin. <laughs> all right. Who would like to go next? Anybody? Uh, history, find out some of the, are there, are there any legends about this, things this deep? Yeah, go time. ahead. Alright, uh, that is a 19. A 19. Uh, you would know that this level, judging by the amount of priests and clerics and whatnot that you saw, this next level is probably going to be where some sort of shrine or some sort of big boss or something would be located. This would be the more powerful of them. You noticed kind of right towards the end a few clerics. Uh, and they all seem to be heading to that next level. So as far as legends and whatnot, you would know that there is a temple to the Great Serpent God somewhere. Chances are it's probably here or further on in. I am not a smart man, but I'll go ahead and try to make a religion check on that. All right. My smartness comes through with a four. Okay. <laughs> there are snakes everywhere. Y'all, watch out for snakes. Uh, you know, <laughs> I'll try the religion one as well. Yeah. Well, what do you guys think? Religion or religion or arcana? I'm just as bad at both. <laughs> Go for religion. Okay. Let's see if we can make up for Magnus. Okay, I got a 13. A 13. For religion, you would know that there is a shrine to the uh, serpent god here. Go ahead and roll me another uh, religion check. Uh, DC of 15. If you hit it, I'll give you the god's name. That's a 4. A 4. You're pretty sure it sounds like a hiss, but you're not quite sure what. I mean, all those snake noises sound about the same to you. The snake god. The snake god. Like, Correct. For all of us. I barely know anything about the god who summoned me to this world, let alone any other. <laughs> let alone any other. <laughs> okay. So, I did take a look. Antitoxin will give us a advantage to poison saves for an hour. I think we might want to invest in buying like two each. I get I get natural and advantage we, against poison and, and resistance. Does to your it. iron viscera also make it so you can't get poison? Let me check out that. I, I figure I'd ask because it does a lot. Yeah, yeah, it does. Um, but no, this uh, you and any children you conceive after this point are immune <laughs> to both magical and non-magical diseases. Look, <laughs> let's get this in. Yeah. <laughs> let's showcase this ability. <laughs> How many long rests would that be to wait 17 to 18 years for help to arrive? <laughs> a lot. No, what was it? Like, the old rules for, like, making demiplanes, you can control little things like time. So it's just like, I don't know. Well, make a- I mean, they put time to that. Yeah, for for a long game, that's actually kind of cool. Well, yeah, if you're going to do, like, you know, I know some people do, like, a game, and then after that campaign ends, they do another one set so many years after that in the same world. Yeah. I mean... Well, and I, I've been part of, like, lineage campaigns yeah. where... Like, this would you're be playing a perfect like one the, the children. Yeah, you were, were playing literally, like... You're playing a dynasty, not a yeah. single character so much. So, Arcanatron? I wouldn't even need to make a new character for that. <laughs> you play the same guy? Yep. That's awesome. I fought with your great-great weird uncle. Yep. 
He was a half-orc. He was weird. As, lo- as long as I maintain myself in good repair, I can live indefinitely. That is That's awesome. <laughs> well, I think I'm going to invest in two potions, or two antitoxins. How much are there? Uh, they're 50 gold each. They basically give you advantage for an hour against those, but they confer no benefits to undead or constructs. So, And I you mean, guys would have... I'm a living construct. Actually, I would... Because it's a potion, I still would gain the benefits from it if I used it, but it's poison, so I don't need it. It's only kind of now wishing I had taken lesser restoration just for, for help, in case you do get poisoned. You know, I, I actually can't take that spell. I didn't, because I'm a bad healer. I wish it was diseases. Well, you have stuff against diseases. Yeah, a martyr's medicine. At 7th level, your body has taken on such rejuvenate properties that it can be used on others to heal for healing effects. Your blood can be used to cure diseases as if with a 5th level healing spell. And you only need to sleep two hours for a long rest. So I wasn't sure if yeah, poison if it's the same as if it works like greater restoration or not. I think it works more like, like cure disease. disease. Yeah, darn. Oh well, I was hoping. Basically, as soon as we hit the floor, I'm gonna shove one of those antitoxins. Yeah, so will I. Yeah, you guys would have been able to assess that this is probably going to be a recurring issue uh, with the sheer number of snake boat that you saw at the last level. I need to double-check common spells. I don't believe I can commune with spirits with that easily. You, you touch a creature and can either one... Di- and can end either one disease or condition affecting it. The condition can be blinded, deafened, paralyzed, or poisoned. So, yes. Lesser restoration will be poisoned. I can change my spells at each level. I don't think I can justify knowing that we're going to go into poison stuff with a free level to, to take. So, I don't have lesser restoration... So, antitoxin it is. Yeah, and like you all, go ahead and down one of mine before, or as we hit the level. Yeah, but I'm going to drink one before we... Knowing, uh, knowing what we're going into. with a screwdriver on my arm while you're drinking stuff. You're no maintenance and upkeep. Yep. Okay. Uh, from there, this is going to be a little bit of a tricky floor. Typically, there is a trap here that if you guys resist, basically you just skip this level entirely. Hmm. However, comma, for the sake of this podcast and for leveling purposes and for not completely wiping the floor with you guys in level 9, uh, we're going to go ahead and say that you guys, rather than resisting the effects of the trap, you guys are going to go ahead and you're on a mission to end this snake folk problem. So you guys are basically just going to get through this floor and finish this entire thing off. So... We're just going to pretend that that trap doesn't exist and that the secret door is already open that leads into this level. All right. So, from where we start, across this small chamber from the ascending staircase, another staircase winds down into darkness. One off, or off to one side is a calm pool of murky water with a pedestal in its center. Atop the pedestal, a golden serpent idol grasped an emerald in its veins. Uh... You guys, this would be the point where you would be lured in by the trap of the idol. I'm going to go ahead and say that it's not active, um, and that the secret door is open underneath. Just speak parcel tongue and it opens. Yes, exactly. That is exactly how it happens. Without the copyright infringement, please don't sue us. (laughs) Alright, steam billows out from a secret opening in the floor. At the end of this hallway, a misty room contains a steaming pool edged in glistening stones. Once we investigate said stones. Go ahead and roll me an investigation check. 
Yay! That's an eight. <laughs> All right. Uh, these stones, while they are glistening, it appears to be because of the water and a strange slime kind of over them. Mostly you're pretty sure it's kind of a moly, kind of whatever, because of how wet this is all the time. This room is extremely warm, and you would see this without popping your head up through the secret door yet. Right as you kind of start to look over the edge, you would see three serpent folk basically right on the other side of the room, about, we're going to say, 20 feet from where the opening is. So go ahead and make me a stealth check with advantage real quick, as there is steam. Oh, that is a 21... Oh, sorry, 22... 23, 25. Yep, they don't notice you, but you are able to duck your head down real quick and warn everybody if you would like, but you do see three serpent folk at the top of that. Sneaky machine man sees three snakes down there. What do your machine eyes see? I feel like we should probably get ready for a fight when we go down, because they don't look happy. Okay, let me go first. I'll drop a totem. All right, I'll follow you right in, and uh, could I tell as I poke my head up which one looked to be the most threatening? Um, yeah, give me an insight check. Uh, 20. All right, it looks like they, they all three of them are half asleep, it looks like. So rather than one being more dangerous than the others, it looks like the one furthest from you would be uh, kind of right near one of the side doors. Looks to be the most aware. You're not sure if it's because of a cold draft coming through the door or if he's just more aware than the other two, but he seems to have his shit together a little bit. I will pass that information on, and I will mention that he is probably going to be my oath target. All right, well, in which case then, is there any spells that you want to cast? I think I'm ready to just run in. Actually, I am going to do you a favor, and I am going to make sure that I'm using the right one. How far down is is the drop? Uh, you guys would actually be coming up from the bottom. Okay. Um. So like five, ten feet, maybe. Uh, it's not very tall. Uh, no, no, those are going to be really super useful then. Actually, I am going to cast enhance ability on our. Half orc can give him bears endurance to gain two d six temporary hit points. Okay, and if you want to do that, I'll cast blood seal on you, so I get two d six temp hit points. Yep. So you'll get. I was cocked. You'll get six temporary hit points. Okay. And I'll give you. I'll just take four points, so you get ten temporary hit points. Awesome. Huh. That's not bad. All right. Okay. How that works. Okay, uh, everybody roll me initiative. Uh, if you get higher than what they have, you'll get a uh, surprise. 19. Okay. 13. 9. And Jack. Uh, also 13. Okay, who has the higher? We will. I guess we'll be Alright. Uh, so 14. That's 4. Oh. Alright. So, Darud is going to be the only one that has a sneak round this time. But the rest of you uh, will follow shortly. So it will basically take them around to get up and moving, so not a whole lot of action will happen. Go ahead, Darude. In which case, I will charge in. Alright. And uh, I'll drop a totem right in front of them. Okay, go ahead. Alright. Uh, do we want some extra lightning damage, or do we want to just start off with the voodoo and just get a flat bonus of, like, plus three? 
You know, the, the hungering spirits. I'm gonna drop the totem right next to them. Okay. Um, if you guys are within 15 feet of this one, you can choose to lose up to three hit dice for, you know, your hit dice pool to get a plus three on extra damage. Up to a plus three or plus three per? Uh, it's a plus one for every hit dice that they expend. Gotcha. So you can choose about how much you want to get. Okay. Next week, that'll be uh, that'll be my surprise uh, dropping the hungering spirit. Alright, the one serpent folk sees you jump out, your super stealthy cow totem drop, and uh, smacks his other two buddies. They both get up, but only one is uh, going to actually charge towards you. So the one will travel the 15 feet towards you, and uh, he will make his attack. My AC has gone up. It'll be a 17 hit. Alright, and he rolled a 2. So that will not hit even with his ridiculous plus to hit. So, okay. We are then on to Magnus. His other two buddies are fifteen or are uh, ten feet back from you, uh, Darude. Fifteen feet from the opening. Who's the one guy is right in front of you. Who's regular initiative, or do, we, do I still get like an extra round for the surprise? Uh, we're going to continue regular regular initiative from here out because it just standing up. So you will still get to attack a second time before they they come up. Okay. So go ahead, Magnus. So as I drop down, I'm going to look at the initial snake that I saw that was kind of eyeballing things, just point at him and say, you scaly jerk, your day ends here. Oh, goodness. And that was the one in front, uh, the aware one in front of the root? Yep. Okay. I will mark him so I remember that he is your oath target. And I'm going to roll up in there and... uh, that's a bonus action, so I get, I'm going to make an attack against him. Uh, since he's my oath target, I get advantage against the attacks, and I also now have my extra attack, so it's, it's going to take some punching. Oh, Luke, you should have dropped your crit bonus totem. Oh, did you get a 19? Yep. Oh. So 19 That's coming plus up next. Yes, that will five. definitely hit. Okay, um, so he will take... Oh, did you want to give up any of your hit dice to get a bonus to damage? I think I'm good for now. Uh, this is going to be 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, plus wisdom is 13. 16 points of damage on the first attack. And does that include your oath damage? That is with my oath damage. Okay, 16 points. And second attack, 18 to hit. Yes, that will hit. For 12 more. 12 more, alright. He is definitely not looking great and would be considered bloodied at this point. On then to Jack. I'd like to drop a snowball swarm uh, onto the, the group if I can hit all three of them. Yeah, within I'll five say feet you each other. Within five feet? A cre- uh, each creature in a five-foot radius sphere. Oh, yeah, so, you could do that. If you dropped it in between the two, you yeah. would be able to hit them, yes. So they'll need deck save uh, or take uh, half damage. Would that also include me? No. no. Okay. You'll be, they'll be beyond... Okay. And what's the DC? Uh, Lowest was a 5, but the next is 16. The DC will be 16. Okay, so if it meets, it beats. So 2 half damage, uh, 1 full damage. Okay, damage will be 10. Alright. And I'm going to say that uh, one of the sleepy guys in the back somehow manages to get out of the way. Okay. Uh, So the Oath of Emnity guy up front is not holding on by a whole lot. Uh, Kardrak. Okay. I'm going to run up. Do a, let's see, you get a bonus for killing the guy with... Um, not I mean, yet. Not yet? From here? Oh, 
you're free to kill him then, I think. Yeah, it's not until 10th level that I get okay. bonus. So. Uh, so yeah, if you want to end him, go ahead and end him. That'll okay. just end my... I will run up, and I will... Okay. Do you want to sack any hit die for damage? Feed the totem? I'll feed the totem one. Oh, good. That's, uh... 24 to hit? Yes, that will definitely hit. 13 points of damage for the first attack. Okay, the Oath of Enmity is gone. He collapses to the ground. Okay. I'll move up to the next one then. Okay. And I'll attack him. 22 to hit. 22 will definitely hit, yes. 12 points of damage. Okay. Uh, would you want to hit the guy that saved on the snowball effect or the one that uh, took the full brunt? They're I'll both do, right next to I'll each other. I'll do the one that took the full brunt of it. Okay. Alright. He's looking bad. Um, just barely broke the bloodied marker. Okay. okay, now you're doing bloodied means half health? Yes, correct. Okay, at level 6. Uh, at level 6, when a creature is below half health within 10 feet of me, their speed is reduced by 10. They can take a reaction or a bonus reaction, but not both, and they cannot be invisible. In addition, when an enemy within the radius falls below half their maximum HP, I can immediately move and make an opportunity attack as a reaction. Wonderful. That is awesome. I'll do that. Uh, Again, same target, or are you moving? It has to be that same target. Okay. Well to hit. That will not quite hit, no. He is just slippery enough to get out of the way of that one. Okay. Alrighty. Okay, we are back up to Darud. Alright. You know, I think I might move up to that center of origin for your uh, for your snowball because that did hit everybody. Okay. I'll shift over there. Okay. Um, and then I'm going to go ahead and do uh, my extra attack. Uh, I'm going to start with the start with the horns, fall for the totem. Okay. I'll hit target number one. All right, the guy that the atavist is attacked. Yeah, horns. Fifteen to hit. Fifteen is exactly what you need. Wonderful. Alright, in which case then, let's roll some damage. Ten points of damage. Ten points. Alright, it is still standing. Alright, clubbing him. And the totem. Uh, that's a crit. Okay, how do you want to do this? Oh, I'm making a pancake. Wham. Alright, you bring it right over the top of his head with your huge torn height and just squish him into the sauna floor. So he is now a puddle under your feet. <laughs> now, the one remaining snake man, being very pissed off at the, his seeing his buddy being attacked, is going to sink its teeth into Mr. Atavist, being not able to step over his buddy and get to you. Alright, uh, that is a 24 to hit. That'll hit. Right. I need a constitution save, 15 versus poison. So you'll have advantage to straight three. Yep. Oh, uh, good, 14. What was the save? Uh, 15. Yeah, I'm gonna run. Uh, so that passes. Alright. Bleed and out the poison. Or, sorry. He is going to make a. <laughs> yes, pretty much. He's going to make a second strike against you, and that is a 27 to hit. That'll hit. I need a second con save. Okay. I'll rend again, and that one's free and maxed out. So that's, uh, that passes. That's a 20-something. All right. With both of those attacks uh, put together, you did not take any poison damage, but you did take five points of piercing damage. Okay. So that is reduced by one. 
But with your two Iron brains. Viscera, well, with Iron Viscera, it reduces by my level, so eight, so it reduces well, to one point of damage. Remember, there's two, di- two separate instances of damage. Okay, so that reduces it to two points of damage. And how are you looking on hit points? Uh, I still have five, ten hit points and fifty-six points of health. Oh, I'm not worried. Never mind. <laughs> You're fine. All right, then. Uh, we are on to Magnus. There is just one left that is slightly shivering and currently latched onto the neck of your Atlas. I'm just going to go straight glaive smack. That will hit for 17 points of damage. Holy cow. Uh, he has officially hit bloody. And extra attack. Uh, okay. You need to do your thing. <laughs> That's a. That one will also hit for another 17 points. All right. I <laughs> get out of this wants to make his free attack. That was enough to slice him in twain. He falls to the ground. Sorry, friend. I got a little uh, cut up in the moment. It's all good. All good. All right. This uh, room is now cleared. As far as loot on their bodies, unless I say otherwise, it's just normal detritus that uh, they would normally have plus masterwork dagger on each of them. Other than that, this one, though, one of them was carrying 60 gold pieces in a belt pouch, as well as two orange gems, 200 gold pieces each. And then there is a damp sack in the northeast corner. I'll loot the sack. All right. Within it, you find a jade holy symbol for a serpent god. You're not sure. You can make it a religion check if you want. A bag of spell components. Go ahead. That is a 13 for my religion check. A 13. You're pretty sure it's a snake god. Um, Yedsaurus? Yed something. Yeah, you're trying to pronounce it. You're not quite sure not being fluent in parcel tongue. Copyright. Please don't sue us. But yes, uh, uh, a holy symbol of the snake god, you're pretty sure, because you've seen it on the other clerics around. you put that in his bag. Okay. Oh, <laughs> other than that, you find a wound of cure mo- moderate wounds. <laughs> you find a wound? <laughs> yes, oh. a wand of cure moderate wounds. Goodness gracious. And a skull, a scroll, Jesus, I can't talk. A scroll of flame strike. Okay, I so don't want a scroll? Me. You go ahead and take that. No, you can learn that spell permanently. I would I don't take know the that I can. Uh, also within it, you do find the sigil, a, a sigil, excuse me, but you're not, you don't recognize this one. You haven't seen the sigil yet anywhere, uh, so you're pretty sure it's for further up in the tower. Definitely hanging out of that, though. It looks important. Yep. The, oh, who speaks Draconic? You might know it, then. Anybody? Mm-mm. Okay, you have no idea what the writing says that is all Okay, uh, continue on to the next room. There is a door to the left and a door to the um, kind of upper north corner. You guys are currently standing in the upper north corner where all the bodies are. I'll recover my totem. And uh, which way do we want to go? Left. Left Left is is right. Left is right. You guys open up this first door into a small hallway, five foot wide, about 15 feet long. There's another door on the other side. Uh, with your passive perception, Magnus and Darude, uh, you would be able to hear on the other side absolutely nothing but a strange breeze, kind of a, a cold breeze passing through. Hmm. Do you want to check that out? Can I move up 
closer to the door and try to get a better gauge as to what I'm hearing. Yeah, go ahead and uh, roll me a perception check. Uh, that'll be actually a 17 then. A 17 then. You don't get all of it, but you definitely confirm that a cold uh, breeze is coming through that door, and it's got kind of a foul stench to it. Guys, it smells like troglodyte in here. Oh, boy. You don't want to deal with that again. It is locked. Oh, I'll keep it open. Okay, go ahead and give me a strength check. This is a very solid wooden door. So if you want to try to get the lock, you might want to. I rolled an eight. Yeah, no, you bounce off of it and fall on your rear. Well, I know we're here. <laughs> Oddly enough, you don't hear anything on the other side. Can I try to, to, to give me the lock open? Yeah, go ahead. Nope, I didn't do. I didn't. I just. I just. I just got some stuff. This is one of the most complicated locks that you've seen. This is a very difficult lock. Oh, strength check it. Nat twenty. <laughs> All right, you break through the door in the back wall of this chamber. A natural cavern corridor descends into darkness. A cold wind rises from it, carrying a foul stench. See what I mean, guys? Do we want to explore that, or do we want to just? stick the tower. You see a small hallway, um, about 15 foot long as well, ending in a door to the north. You can just take that. Let's go that route. Take the door. Alright, you guys walk up to that door, and it is locked as well, and you hear on the other side a really unsettling uh, hissing type noise. Um, what you believe to be um, the serpent folk talking, but it seems almost ritualistic in nature. We take this one more quietly. I will. There. Yep. There also uh, seems to be two separate voices, very similar but separate. Casting haste on. Oh, let's do the atavist. Um, you know, while we're while we're while we're in buff mode, I'll go ahead and drop another uh, Baracon on him. So. Haste will double your movement. You will also have plus two to your AC. And when... Oh, you also have an advantage on your deck saving throw. Okay. And you may gain an additional action on this turn. The action has to be attack with one weapon, dash, disengage, hide, or use object. Okay. Which means you could, in theory, uh, like cast a spell and then your extra action is to attack. Okay. Uh, you gain four temporary hit points. I do? Yep. Okay. It wasn't nearly as good as last time. That's all good. And then this time when I get into the room, I'll drop the, uh, the crit better Sky Fury token. I'm also going to, in preparation, cast Thunder Smite, so my next melee attack does fun things. Open the door. Okay, go ahead and... Well, we have uh, to try to... It's locked. So oh, yep, either pick it or break it. Uh, I'll try to pick it again because I've got the highest deck. All right. And we can at least pick it stealthily. So we're going to break it quietly. A 17? 17, not quite enough. This is a very complicated lock. Ah, damn it. Uh, um, does it look like you jammed it, though? I will give you another uh, chance at it. If somebody wants to hold a torch or some other bright light source up to it, uh, I will let you add a plus two. Actually, if I may, I cast it off. Okay. <laughs> they will hear it, though. Oh no, see, knock and fifth edition is different. Oh, that's right. 
No, knock oh, no, still emanates still loud? Uh, loud noise, three hundred oh, feet, all directions. I'll double check on that, but I well, you got the book right there. Yeah, hey, well, at least, the very least, at least we're not pounding on the door, giving them well, time let me, to set up. Let, let, let Especially me, if we fail. So let, let, let me have it. Let me. Oh yeah, sure. Go ahead. Actually, before I take my second go at it, I'm going to. No, I'm not going to. Well, I'm going to. Yep, when you cast this spell, a loud knock audible from as far yep, away yep. as 300 feet emanates from the target. That's the it. I don't know why I thought it was quiet. Yeah, this is what I wanted. I'll go ahead and... Nope, go ahead and... Okay. That, that did not uh, work. Okay. We're ready. Knock. Alright, a loud resounding knock pretty much emanates throughout and the door is now unlocked. The hissing on the other side immediately stops. Alright. Let, uh... Master of Moo, go in, drop his totem, and then we will follow in as best as we can. I'll throw open the door. All right. You throw open the door, and on the other side, you see a two-headed snake person. Appears to be, judging from the trappings, a very high-ranking cleric of some variety, uh, head priest, uh, priestess, something along those lines. Very Hmm? Heads priest, yes. Uh, very high up uh, holy person, and they are awaiting you after that knock spell. So they get a surprise round. As soon as that door opens, I need a dexterity save from, or a constitution save from whoever is the person opening that door. So, now that I have that cloak. Alright, constitution? Correct. Is it poison based? Yes, it is. Oh, thank goodness. I've got it. Boxing for that. Hey, okay. I got a 13. Not quite enough. So you are going to go ahead and take one point of poison damage, but you are also poisoned uh, until for one minute or until you pass a constitution saving throw. So you have have disadvantage on all attack rolls. That sucks. Yes, it does. All right. So we will go ahead uh, from here. Roll initiative, everybody. Seventeen. Ten. Nineteen. Okay, uh, we will go ahead, and then Jack, you are starting the round off. You guys are all in that 15-foot hallway, single file still. Jack is going to go ahead and uh, dish out some some spicy cheese uh, in the form of firebolts to this two-headed monstrosity. Shatterbolt! Well, 15 hits. No, it is slippery enough to dodge out of the way of that. Unfortunately. Okay, on to Kardrak. I'm going to charge up to it, and I'm going to... Uh, I will attack it. <laughs> okay. So, uh, I will rend. I don't know if that's going to do anything. So that's a 26 to hit. 26? Uh, yes, that will definitely hit. 17 points of damage. Okay. Uh, because I now have Human's Bane, is it a CR1 or lower humanoid? No, it is not. <laughs> Just ask yeah, Worth a try. Worth a try. First I can say is no. Okay. Uh, second attack. Okay. That's a whopping 10. That will not hit, no. And third attack because of haste. Uh, that's a 16 to hit? 16 will not quite hit either, no. Okay, and fourth attack. Did I get a whole other action? Or just you another attack. One extra attack. Okay. Okay. So I get two attacks because of extra attack. That means I get four. No, it means you get three. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you no. don't get a second bonus with, action. Uh, just yeah. a single. With haste, you get one extra attack action that can be one attack. 
so Okay, because I wasn't sure if that meant extra attack. Because I have extra attack, which means when you take the attack action, you get two. Right. Okay. Unfortunately not. Okay. They balance taste quite a bit. Okay. Alright, on then to the Snake Priest. Uh, first thing Snake Priest does is cast Mirror Image. And because it is two-headed, it can cast two spells. Quick, so, Yep. So, um, cast Mirror Image and then Dominate Person on the Atavist. So I need a uh, Wisdom save, I believe uh, it is. We're going to go ahead and counterspell the Dominate. Okay, go ahead. Um, I believe it is under third level. <laughs> Thank God. Yep, it is under third level, so you are able to just cancel that one out. Alright, but mirror image still stays, so four uh, of these snake priests all appear around it. That is not what I wanted. <laughs> I'm going to cast both entity on a mirror image. <laughs> That'd be a problem. Darud. I will go up and drop the snake priest and drop a light, uh, sky fury totem. Okay. Alright, everybody in melee, move everyone within 15. Actually, is it melee? No, I think it's just everything. Um, yeah. Attacks. So, if wizard, if you want to get within fifteen feet of this guy, you can also crit on your scorching jalapeno cheese bites. Uh, Nineteen twenty, unless you have a better crit, then it's the next step. Since that's an action to plant, I think that's the end of my turn. Okay, on to Magnus then. Mm, which one? Which one? Which one? So there's five of them now. Uh, I believe there are four total. Let me double check mirror image. I don't remember if it makes four copies or if there are four total. I think it makes three copies. The four targets. Yeah. There are three dip- uh, duplicate. Four total. So when you attack, roll a d20 to determine whether the attack instead uh, targets one of your duplicates. Okay, so roll to attack a duplicate first and then roll to hit or other way around. Uh, roll to hit, and I am going to go ahead and roll a d20 to see if it hits a duplicate or not. Okay, um, since I don't know which one is the original, I'm not going to use my oath yet. Okay. And I'm not hitting anything with that. Alright, not a problem then. Well, go ahead and, what is it? Because the armor class is different on this one, on uh, the duplicates. That was a one. Okay, yes, no, that will definitely not hit that. On then to uh, Jack. Alright. Um, well, being frustrated that I do not also have two heads and to cast two spells at a time, um, I'll dispel magic on the mirror image. Mirror image. Okay, uh, yes, I believe it is under third level, so it is... Uh, wait, no, uh, dispel magic, what is the cutoff on that? Uh, dispel magic, any spell third level or lower the target ends. Okay, yep. Then it was a second level illusion, so it disappears and only one of them is there again. Thank you, friend! Yes. <laughs> Alright, on to Kardrak. <laughs> I will attack. Okay. Nope. Uh, second attack. Nope. You need some advantage, friend. Alright, back. Bad attack. God. Oh, yes, sorry. Yeah, I forgot haste. I forgot haste. Purple bag, I'm not using it. Going too fast. Okay, that, that's better. Okay, that's a 25 to hit. Yes, you are able to strike him. Alrighty. 13 points of damage. Yes, that is enough. You are able to get up under his guard and uh, stab him most mightily. Uh, wait, you're using a uh, mace, correct? Great sword. Great sword. Okay, yes. Yeah. So you are able to slash into him. 
and deal a fair amount of damage. We are then on to his uh, round, and he is going to go ahead, now that somebody is within melee range, uh, cast Fireball to encompass all of you but himself. Uh, so I need dexterity saves from everybody. Uh, no, we'll cast all that. <laughs> okay. Another successful dispelling of Fireball, but the Atavist in his reach is going to get bit. Can't, I can't um, that. At me. Bro. Yes. Uh, rolled an 18, uh, ridiculous plus to hit, so that will definitely hit. Okay. <laughs> it's like yeah. cast fist. <laughs> yes, uh, it's plus 17 to hit. Ooh. So, um, yeah, it's that's what a 24 in dex will get you. Let's see then. Right. Virgil, I need a uh, constitution saving throw. Against poison? Yes, against poison. That's a 16... Actually, I might run that just to be safe. Oh, wait. Does the damage happen first? Hmm? Does the damage happen first and then the poison effect? It all happens at the same time. It makes a big difference. When you are bit, you take regular damage plus poison damage. I don't know if you're going to be able to rend the hit. I think you'll have to... Well, I can rend the save. It just matters, because when I take damage, my immediate next rend is free of cost and is maxed out. Yeah, no, it's all at the exact same time. Okay, it so is, that was... Yeah, it's a biting attack. plus 2 is 18. 18, that is not quite enough, no. So, unfortunately, you take... It's not very much damage, 4 damage, but you are now poisoned, and you have disadvantage on uh, attack rolls. 4 damage? Okay, that's reduced to... Yep, one. and Luke, at the end of your turn, uh, you would repeat your saving throw. So it is your turn. Uh, you still take your normal turn with disadvantage. You repeat it at the end. Uh, when he attacked me, mm-hmm. I'm going to use my avenging attack okay. to make an opportunity to attack him. Go for it. And this time I got a 17 for my concert. Okay. And that's with disadvantage? Uh, yes, you have disadvantage on attack rolls. Okay. 18 to hit? Uh, 18 will hit, yes. Okay. I'm gonna rend that. And because I took damage, it's maxed out. Alright. Uh, so that's 16 points of damage. Luke, uh, that was not enough to save against the poison, so you are still currently poisoned, but go ahead and make your attack. Using some poison. Or whatever you want to do. Headbutt, and then total. Okay. I'm gonna try and trip this guy. Okay. I'm going to shove action to try to knock him prone. Alright. Uh, he can do a uh, acrobatics against my... It's not a crit. Darn. Uh, that is a 21 athletics. Alright, and he has a plus 17 to acrobatics at well, as well, so that is a 27. He... Okay, fine. Fine, totem! Totem <laughs> time! Hey, nice. Um, that'll be a... Uh, 26 to hit. 26? Yes, that will hit. 11, 17 points of damage. Alright. In my turn. Alright, he is bloodied at this point for the purposes of our activist. Free strike? No, it's a reaction. I used it when he attacked me. Oh, no. But still, uh, you have the other abilities but that go with But now that he is bloodied, his, respe- his speed is reduced by 10. He can take a reaction or a bonus action, but not both in a round. 
And he can't go invisible. And he cannot be invisible to me. Ah, no getaway, you snippery snake. Which is very good, because that is one of the spells in his repertoire. <laughs> Not that he'd use it, but uh, that is one of these spells. On to Magnus. Foul beast, you will rue the day you crawled out of those pits. Okay. I'm assuming that was your oath. Yeah, we're, we're going right. to oath it up. Good idea. First attack. 25 to hit. Yes. Neither of those 19? Neither of those are 19. Alright. Uh, for 18 points of damage plus, he's going to take, because it's the first time I'm hitting with a melee after my thunder smite, he's going to take 5 points of thunder damage. Okay. And, and has to succeed on a strength save or be pushed 10 feet away and be knocked prone. Ooh, that's good. That was a nat 1, so on its rear. Oh, crap. Uh, that's now it's not move action to move up. Move action to move up and then the extra attack. Okay. That is a crit for another. Nice. <laughs> 18 points more damage. 18 points more. Oh, okay. Did you roll double dice? Oh, crap. Yeah, because crits, you get double the dice, yes. but you don't add the modifier. And plus, so, so 20 points. Okay. That is enough to bring down the beast. Nice crit. Okay. Yes. You will find uh, on this priest a plus two dagger, a necklace of adaption, and a jade holy symbol uh, with the exact same markings as the one you previously found, as well as the key to what you believe is the door that you guys broke into earlier. Also, just as a heads up, Bob, yes. anything within 300 feet heard that thunderous boom when I smote him. Yes, and everything within 300 feet heard the door unlock as well. So, if he had some people that were going to try and help him out, they should have shown up already. Technically, it's only been like 15 seconds or so. I am. Well, I thought we mop up in six. Well, you guys would do as, this as as a, a prey animal. Yes. <laughs> I forgot. <laughs> you, you've got a vendetta here. I, I have no no love for snakes. <laughs> and as such, I vote we, we eliminate this, this cult. As it has been decreed to me to protect those who cannot protect themselves, I feel that I, it would be well, well worth our time to eradicate this pest. I will throw one more bit of meta-knowledge that you guys may comprehend, but may not understand the magnitude of, necessarily. Uh, With those two abilities, with the 300 feet, the maximum width of this dungeon is only 90 of this entire floor. So everything in this entire floor of the dungeon has heard you, and you guys hit three of the nine of the eleven rooms uh, in this area. So there's that little bit of me that's just saying we should hold the line at the hole, and then if it does get bad, <laughs> see how bad it just collapse it. And I kind of the, the the part of me that's just like, let's see how ridiculous we can make this. We can take them. I, I agree with his. Let's 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 set up a, a defense line. To be honest, there's part of me that's just saying how difficult can I make it for Bob. The other thing is, is if we fought this, this could actually be a pretty brutal test for these classes and races. Especially considering you guys don't have a chance for a break for rests right now. You want to say we te- use those sigils to teleport back to? Because we can just nope you to wrong. teleport back. You guys have to go back to oh. the. You have to go guys, to a specific can... room okay. and um, touch the spire to do that. Instead, we just like 
I'll go up on the stairs a little bit, and I'll cast invisibility on all of us. Yeah. And we'll just chill there and let them go about their business and resettle. <laughs> we do have a bunch of invisibility stuff, don't we? Yeah, you guys can do that. You have not seen, uh, coming down the stairs, you have not seen the spire to teleport out of here yet. It'd be nice to challenge, but at the same time, it'd be stupid not to. Let's just do the invisibility. I think it's a great idea. Play smart than not harder. Yeah. Okay. Stand you guys are able then to elude the uh, serpents, and you get out of there with your skins still attached where they're supposed to be. You guys can either backtrack and teleport back to the town now and take your long rest, or you can continue on through the dungeon and try to find the spire in the next level. Regardless, we are at the end of this episode, so we will go ahead and do our little sign-off, and we will meet next week where you guys will be taking on the 12th level of the dungeon, which is entitled the Automaton Forge. You found your home. (laughs) I swear, if I find Halcyon in here, though... Oh, God. Or an evil version. Or an evil version. New friend. You got I would be like... (laughs) Are you? No? All right. From there, we will continue next week, guys. Thank you very much for another extremely productive and slightly game-breaking week. Uh, I am noticing with these characters already, though, that I'm going to have to bump up the CRs on some of these because your abilities seem to be almost explicitly able to knock out single targets like nobody's business. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited to see where it goes from here because there are a whole lot more uh, group-type battles coming from here on out along with enemies that have special abilities. So this next one, I think, will be uh, a whole lot of fun. Thank you for joining us once again for this episode of Homebrew Review. If you would like to find out more, you can find us on Facebook at Guild Adventure. You can visit our website at www.theadventuringguild.com or you can find us on Patreon. For any questions or comments, please feel free to email us at dmbob@theadventuringguild.com, or hit us up on one of our many social media websites. And once again, if you enjoyed this podcast, please leave us a five-star review. Bye.